There are three lands with respect to the Hilchis Shemitah. Lalachas Shemitah apply only to those parts of Eretz Yisrael that were sanctified by the Jewish people. There were two times they were Makadash, the land, at two different periods in history. The first was performed by Yeshua, who led Kal Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael following Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. This Kedusha came to an end some 800 years later, when the first base of Mikdash was destroyed and the people were exiled to Bavel. The land was sanctified again by Ezra, who led the people back from Bavel after 70 years of Gaulus. Ezra's Kedusha did not end with the destruction of the base of Mikdash, but is still in effect today. The Kedusha is still Kayam. However, not all parts of Eretz Yisrael that had been sanctified by Yeshua were re-niskadished by Ezra. As a result, Hilch Shemitah and some parts of Eretz Yisrael are different than other parts. So Shal Sharatz is Shemitah, the three lands with regard to the Hilch Shemitah. Kol Sheikh Ziku Eilei Bavel Me'Eretz Yisrael Ad Kiziv Le'Nechel Ve'Le'Nevad. The first part, the first territory, is all the territory taken by those who came up from Bavel, which extends from southern Eretz Yisrael to Kiziv in the north, has full Kedush HaSa'aretz Le'Nechel Ve'Le'Nevad. So Shemitah produce may not be eaten after the beer deadline has passed unless the mitzvah of beer was performed, and the land may not be worked in Shemitah at all. Number two, All the territory taken by those who came up from Mitzrayim, but not by the Oile Bavel, which includes the area extending from Kiziv to the river in the east. This is the northern stretch of the Euphrates, or the Farpar River near Damascus, which would be near Surya, and the area extending from Kiziv to Amona and to the west. Amona is Har Hahar, which is mentioned in Devarim. The northern border in the time of Yeshua extended from Amona in the west to the river in the east. Kiziv was on the northern border between those two landmarks. All the territory up to this border was in the Skadish by Yeshua. However, together with the rest of Eretz Yisrael, it lost its Kedusha when the first base of Mikdash was destroyed. When Ezra led the Golos back to Bavel, they did not retake all the land that had been conquered previously. Thus, their territory reached no further north than Akko, except for a strip of land that ran from Akko to Kiziv. According to this explanation of the Mishnah, the towns of Akko and Kiziv mentioned here are not the same as the familiar Akko and Kiziv which stand on the shore of the Mediterranean Sea mark in the western border of Eretz Yisrael. The Mishnah speaks only of the northern border. As far as the southern border is concerned, the returnees from Mitzrayim conquered the land all the way down to Nachal Mitzrayim, whereas the returnees from Bavel reached only as far as Ashkelon. So, Kol Sheikh Ziku Elam Mitzrayim Iksiv Mono is treated as Eretz Yisrael to some degree. Nechal avaloi neva. The Shemitah produce may be eaten without beer having been fulfilled, but the land may not be worked. Um, since the original Kedusha Sa'aretz by Yeshua was no longer in force, that which grows there during Shemitah may be eaten without beer. Nevertheless, the Rabbonin decreed that the land may not be worked during Shemitah. And number three is Minanohar Umeamana Vilifnim Nechal Veneva. The territory that extends farther to the north from the river Anamana is not part of Eretz Yisrael at all. And Nechal Veneva, the Shemitah produce may be eaten without beer and the land may be worked. Mishnah Beis. Oisim Betalosh Besuria Avaloi Bemechobar. So Surya is different, different Kedusha. The Mishnah deals with the land of Surya, which was conquered by David Melech. However, because he took Surya on his own initiative before all of Eretz Yisrael was conquered, his action is described as Kibbutz Yochid, a conquest of an individual which does not suffice to make the land part of Eretz Yisrael. 
The Chachamim there treated Surah like Eretz Yisrael in some areas of Alachim. In Eretz Yisrael proper, the Torah Azra is working with attached produce, which is produce that has not been detached from its natural place of growth, unless one does so in an unusual manner. For, furthermore, Midrabonon, even work done with detached produce, must be done in an unusual manner. The various Yisurim against working in the usual manner apply only to Shemitah produce that the owner illegally prevented the public from taking. However, produce that was declared owner- ownerless, was made hefker, and made available to the public as required by halacha, may be processed in the usual way, even in Eretz while proper, even when it is still attached to the ground. The Mishnah teaches how these rules apply in Surya. So, Surya, we may process detached Shemitah produce in Surya in the usual manner, even though Midrab Bonon, it's Osir in Eretz Yisrael. In this respect, the Chachamim treated Surya more leniently than Eretz Yisrael. Although the Rabbonon prohibited working in the usual manner which detached Mita produce, which grew in a field that was guarded Shalai Kedin, they did not extend this prohibition to produce of Surya. Thus, produce from Surya may be processed in the usual manner once it has been detached, even if it came from a guarded field. The Rabbonon were make on this respect regarding Surya so that the poor could find work close to Eretz Yisrael and need not travel further away to earn their livelihood. But we may not process attached produce of Surya in the usual manner because regarding this halacha, the Chachamim did treat Surya like Eretz Yisrael. One is also to process the produce that is still attached to its source and it grew in a guarded field, unless he does it in an unusual manner. With the Rabbana, this restriction applies on Surya as well. The Rabbanon treated Surya stringently regarding this law so that Jews do not move out of Eretz Yisrael proper and settle in Surya to escape the restrictions of Shemitah and probably other mitzvahs at Tlias Barats as well. Surya is not counted as a fourth land in addition to the three listed in the previous Mishnah, because the halacha in Surya is the same as the halacha in the areas of Eretz Yisrael conquered only by Yeshua. Just as work with detached produce is permitted in Surya, so is it permitted in these parts of Eretz Yisrael. When the previous Mishnah stated that working is forbidden in the lands conquered by Yeshua, it was referred, referring only to work done with attached produce, and certainly the land itself, but not to work done with detached produce. Doshin v'zayrin v'dorchin v'ma'amrin we may thresh, winnow, grain, crush grapes, and gather produce in the usual manner in Surya, since these activities are done with the produce that has been detached from its source. But we may not harvest grain, grapes, or olives in the usual manner in Surya, because this work is done with attached produce. In Hebrew, in Lashon Kaiser, that is, there is a separate term for harvesting each of the major types of crops grown in Eretz Yisrael. Ketzira, refers to harvesting of grapes of grain, Bitsira is refers to harvesting of grapes, and Mesika to harvesting olives. Each one is Miyuchat. Klalam Rebekiva, Rebekiva stated the rule, Any work that the likes of which is permitted in the land of Eretz Yisrael, in the usual manner, according to the Torah, meaning Menat Torah, Medaraisa, work done with detached produce may be performed in the usual manner in Surya, even Midrabanon, work that Menatayra's mutter in Eretz is piping, Asr Midrabanon, is completely permitted in Surya. However, that which is Asr Menatayra in Eretz is going to be Asr Midrabanon in Surya. Mishnah Gimel. If onions were picked in the sixth year, they were replanted during Shemitah against the Halacha, then rain fell on them and they grew more during Shemitah. The halacha is that if their leaves became dark green, which shows that they drew nutrients from the ground during Shemitah, they are forbidden. The leaves and the onions are going to be subject to the restrictions that the Shemitah produce. The status of vegetables with regard to Shemitah is determined by the year in which they are picked. Therefore, these onions which were picked in the sixth year should be mutter. Nevertheless, because they were replanted and picked again during Shemitah, they changed from 
Paris from Yerakas that are mutter in the sixth year to Paris from the seventh year, which are Osir. The additional Shemitah growth, though smaller than the growth of the sixth year, transforms the entire plant, converting it into a Shemitah produce. Hayriku Hare Elu Mutarm. However, if the leaves became pale, which shows that they did not grow from the ground, but from the onions themselves, they are permitted and they are not Shemitah produce. The pale yellowish color of the leaves indicates that they are soon to wilt, which shows that they did not draw nourishments from the ground, but from the onion itself. The onions are therefore permitted as growths of the sixth year only. If the onions can be plucked from the ground by the leaves, which is a sign that the leaves are strong, they are forbidden to produce even if the leaves remain pale and do not darken. When the onions have finished growing, they protrude a little from the ground, they can be pulled out completely by the leaves. Chanina holds that if the leaves are strong enough for this, they must have drawn nourishment from the ground even if they turn pale because otherwise they would break when pulled. In the previous case, the onions were picked from the sixth year, then replanted and picked during Shemitah, thus going from the category of Paris Hamutarm Bashishis to the category of Ketush Shviyas, which is also provided that they grew from the ground during Shemitah. The Mishnah now is going to teach halacha that applies when these very onions that were picked during Shemitah were then replanted and picked in the eighth year. The opposite case, where the onions grew during Shemitah, then grew again after Shemitah, they are mutter. They're not subject to Kedusha Shviyas. That is, if these onions are replanted and picked in the eighth year, they become the ordinary eighth year produce. Just as the Shemitah growth made the onions forbidden, as the Mishnah taught above, the eighth year growth makes them permitted again. The Mishnah refers to onions that grew and were picked in the sixth year, at which point they were classified as ordinary sixth year onions. They were then replanted against Salacha, Shalaikidin, during Shemitah, and started to grow again from the ground, as indicated by one of the signs mentioned earlier. And then, because they were uprooted during Shemitah, because of their Shemitah growth, even if it's small, they became reclassified as Shemitah onions, as the Mishnah mentioned above. They were then planted a third time during the eighth year. The Mishnah teaches that if they grow a little more during the eighth year, they change their status again, this time from being classified as sacred Shemitah onions to being classified as ordinary eight-year onions. In general, a small amount of eighth-year growth cannot make Shemitah produce permissible. In this case, however, the additional growth does permit the onions because they grew mostly in the sixth year. Thus, even after a small amount of Shemitah growth made them forbidden, the small amount of eighth-year growth combined with the main growth of the sixth year renders them permitted again. Mishnah Dalet Mishnah defines when in the eighth year when in the eighth year it may be assumed that the vegetables being sold in the market are not Shemitah produce. For when after Shemitah is a person allowed to buy vegetables in the market and treat them as non-Shemitah produce. For when the eighth year crop of that species has reached the same level of ripeness as the produce that's being sold in the market. When the vegetables of the crop planted in the eighth year have become as ripe as those being sold, the buyer may assume that the vegetables on sale grew and were picked in the eighth year and are not subject to Shemitah restrictions. Also habakir hotar ha'ofil. Furthermore, when the early ones become ripe, they permit the late ones. That is to say, if a species ripens early in one place, one is permitted to buy the same type of produce even in a place where it ripens later because one may assume that it came from the place where it ripens early. Sometimes a species of vegetables ripens faster in one place than in another. The Mishnah teaches that as soon as vegetables in one place have grown as ripe as those being sold, the buyer is allowed to buy these species anywhere, even in a place where it has not yet grown so ripe. It can be assumed that those being sold come from the place where they ripen faster and are not Shemitah produce. Rebbe allowed someone to buy vegetables immediately after Shemitah and treat them as non-Shemitah produce because most of the vegetables sold in Eretz Yisrael were imported from outside the country, so a buyer could assume that he was buying produce that did not grow in Eretz Yisrael. Nevertheless, Rebbe permitted this only after Shemitah, not during Shemitah itself. Mishnah We may not export oil of truma that must be burnt because it became Tameh, or Shemitah produce from the from Eretz Yisrael to outside Eretz Yisrael, 
because the procedures that require the burning of the truma oil must be done in Eretz Yisrael. Truma that is tamay may not be eaten even by kaihanim, rather it has to be burnt. Such oil is therefore called shemen streifa, oil that must be burnt. The Mishnah mentions oil only as an example. The same halacha would apply to truma of any produce that is tamay. The Rabbonon, Midrabbonon, a level of Kedusha similar to Kachim by Truma. To this end, they decree that just as offerings, just as carbonates that became disqualified must be burnt in the place where they have been eaten, had they remained qualified, that is, either in the base of Mekdash or in Yerushalayim, so to Truma that's Tamay must be destroyed in Eretz Yisrael, since that's the proper place for eating Truma. It's learned that from a positive in the Torah, that the beer of Shemitah produce must be performed in Eretz Yisrael specifically. To prevent beer from being done outside the country, the Rabbonin decree that Shemitah produce may not be taken out of Eretz Yisrael even before it becomes subject to beer. Truma that's tar certainly may not be taken out of Eretz Yisrael because the Rabbonin decreed that foreign lands are Tameh and it's forbidden to cause Truma to become Tameh. The Mishnah teaches that even Truma that's already Tameh may not be taken outside of Eretz Yisrael. Right? Maybe it's a, maybe it's a problem because you may have Tumal Tomasai but Be'ikar, that's the halach, that you can't take Truma outside of Eretz Yisrael. Um, Reb Shemin, Reb Shemin says, I heard explicitly that we may export these items from the land of Eretz Yisrael to Surya, but we may not export them to other places outside of Eretz Yisrael. Reb Shemin agrees that these procedures must be performed in Eretz Yisrael. However, he holds that Surya is considered part of Eretz Yisrael, even according to the biblical law of He disagrees with the Tan and Mishnah Beis. Accordingly, Whatever must be done in Eretz Yisrael may be done in Surya as well. There's no reason then to prohibit taking these items to Surya. Okay, Mishnah Vav. Ein mevin truma mechutz la'aretz la'aretz. According to Minat Torah, the chiv to separate trumas and maestros applies only to produce that grew in Eretz Yisrael. The Chacham, however, extended the chiv to include the produce of certain countries that are near Eretz Yisrael, Bavel, Mitzrayim, Amen, Moiv, and Surya, as the Mishnah speaks in Yedayim. Ein mevin truma mechutz la'aretz la'aretz. One may not import truma from outside the land of Eretz Yisrael into the land of Eretz Yisrael, because if this were allowed, Gehenna might leave Eretz Yisrael to, to obtain truma. If one were allowed to bring truma into Eretz Yisrael from other countries, Gehenna might leave Eretz Yisrael to get truma and bring it back with them. This would thus violate the general Isser against any Jew, whether recurring or not, leaving Eretz Yisrael. There are bonnet, therefore, were geyser that truma may not be imported into Eretz Yisrael. This would discourage Gehenim from leaving Eretz Yisrael to obtain truma, for if they cannot bring it back with them, they would not get it from there in the first place. I heard explicitly that we may import Truma into the land of Eretz Yisrael from Surya, but we may not import Truma into the land of Eretz Yisrael from other places outside the land. Rav Shimon holds that Surya is part of Eretz Yisrael.